Welcome to Unreal Tank, your primary source music, movies, TV, and sports. Alright, what's up you Fruit Loop dinguses? Welcome back to another episode of Are You Entertained? I'm Trey Alessio of the Dawn of Entertainment alongside Brandon Ogden in the iHeart Studios. What up? How you doing? Hey. We'll be breaking down all you need to know in the world of music, movies, TV, and sports. As always, please subscribe to our feed on iTunes, YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, the whole nine. You know the drill. The content is really starting to pick up, and we want you to see and hear it. Please tell your friends. Let's build some. Let's build a big following and take over the motherfucking world. And I, we, we have a lot to get to, but um, I have to settle a little bet here. Let's rock out with our cock out. My coworker didn't think I would say that, but um, he said I didn't have the balls. But look, we, we have that E next to our, our name on this podcast, so we can say whatever the hell we want. And uh, now he owes me lunch, so let's get it. Um, all right, let's, let's hop right into it. Um, let's start out with some music. VMAs is probably the most the, – the, the closest thing um, that happened – um, so let's break that down. I, I don't know if you got a chance to watch many of the VMAs. If not, I can kind of give you some some of my thoughts, and we can roll with it. Um, we don't have to make it. Yeah, a let's, long do thing. let's do that. <laughs> let's just say uh, I did not watch. Okay, I don't no, think that's it's fine. Single minute. That's fine. Uh, so basically, my highlights. Uh, I thought I, I didn't get to watch all of it. I was watching uh, Sunday. Sunday is my big show night. I have Big Brother Power, which was off um, this week for some reason, and then Ballers. Um, so I watched big brother and we can talk big brother a little bit later, but I watched big brother and then I got into some VMAs. Uh, so I caught a little bit of it. Didn't catch all of it. I had to go back and watch Kendrick Lamar's opening performance. Killed it. I heard that was pretty dope. Yeah. He, uh, did DNA. He did humble. Um, a man came out on fire. It was really, it was really dope. Um, Kendrick Lamar, is the best right now. It, I mean, period. Um, I mean, he's just killing the game. Um, another big, powerful moment was uh, Pink's performance. Honestly, looking back at Pink's career, I mean, she's still she's coming out the new album. Uh, but just looking back at her career, hits. think of how many hits she has, man. Hits for days. She just kills it, and she's a badass. I remember when she first came onto the scene. I was. Um, I can't remember what grade we were in, but uh, it was that one song where it's um, uh, it's something with Rockstar, right? Oh, uh, well, I think that was a little bit later. That was a little bit later. Yeah. There was one song where I just remember it said, uh, fuck, it said, like, I want to kick some ass, and I thought that was, like, the coolest thing that I'm a still girl. Rockstar, I got my. That's later on, but there's another one that uh, I can't think of. But looking back and especially watching this performance because she did, like, five different songs yeah. now um, she got hits man. she has hits and she's a great performer really um mm. i i've heard from my family members who have seen her live and just watching this performance but she does all these twisty moves in the air and she's doing mm. all these stunts and she's a stud um but even more so uh, the message that she said to her daughter was very, very deep, and I liked it a lot. Um, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Basically, she said uh, the gist of it was her daughter came home for, from school one day and is basically like, why am I ugly? Why do I look like a boy? And Pink said that she went home and made a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> and basically said, like, what do you think of me? 
and she goes, well, you're beautiful. And then Pink says, well, when people make fun of me, it's because they say I look like a boy or I'm masculine. Or, and basically the moral of the story is be yourself and do what you love. Um, very, very powerful moment. Um, Jared Leto remembered Chester Bennington. Uh, they showed a Linkin Park performance from 2010. So that was pretty cool. Um, but one of my fa- probably my favorite moment of the night was Logic, Alessia Cara, and Khalid's performance for uh, the Suicide Hotline song. Uh, very powerful. They brought out people with violins. They brought out a choir. They brought out people who attempted suicide and survived it. Wow. Um, they all had the shirt on with the number, and just the song itself is powerful, but when you bring in all the semantics like that, um, that was cool. And then Logic had a little speech at the end where he's basically saying the theme of his album, like, I don't care if you're black, white, Muslim, mm-hmm. uh, Christian, gay, straight, bi, like, this this album is for equality. It was a really good message, and... Um, it was really cool to see the VMAs kind of because when I when I just think of the VMAs, I'm not a huge VMAs guy. Yeah. But when I think about it, I think it's kind of not trashy, but I think remember when Miley Cyrus grinded right. on uh, Robin Thicke? Yeah. That's kind of the quintessential what I think of the yeah. VMAs. But this year, it seemed like they did a lot of um, inspirational stuff, and I really liked how they kind of moved to that this year. Um, so hopefully, we can see a little bit more of that in the future. I I also want to point out, I've said it multiple times on this podcast, I'm pretty sure, but it's just so cool to see how far Logic has come. I remember remember truly discovering him on Hot New Hip Hop. I was randomly scrolling one day, found his mixtape, listened to it, loved the music, and now he has a number one album and he's performing at the VMAs. It's just crazy crazy. to see how far he's come. Um, Katy Perry... Did you sucked? Did come on, easy. That was the easiest bet of the night. Yeah, no. She's so trash. She's, right I now. mean, she's okay looking, but with her hair, I'm yeah, not a, not a big fan of the new yeah, haircut. Me and she's just so corny, dude. Yeah. Like she she had a Trump joke, and she had a, oh, America is doing so well. Oh my god, like it's just corny when she did it. And then yeah, she's yeah, that's yeah. no, she they needs, set her up for failure. Yeah. She's just, wasn't the best for that. Uh, Cardi B was hilarious and she almost had a nip slip. Yeah, I, okay. I did see that. Saw that. Is that what they, you're talking about? Kaepernick? Yes. Yeah. They cut it right away. Yeah. I think they knew it was going to happen. It was coming. And then when they pulled it back, she was like fixing yeah. her dress. <laughs> I'm was, like, that happened. They it cut was, away. It though. was very slowly popping out. Yes. And Cardi B is kind of an OG. I kind of like her. Uh, so here are some notable awards that came out. Like I said, a moon man isn't the most prestigious award. That was going to be a question I had for you. Yeah. Uh, but video of the year went to Kendrick Lamar for humble deservedly, deservedly. So I think um, that, that video has so much symbolism and the song itself is fire. He actually premiered the song with the video, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and it's just a great video Kendrick Lamar has put out, I think, two, three, maybe four videos from that damn album that are incredible. Um, so I would say best series of videos from Kendrick Lamar, but Humble was a great video. We have Artist of the Year, Ed Sheeran, Best New Artist, Khalid, who, do you know Khalid? Yeah. It's the yeah. dude from Location. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a, he's going to blow up and be a big star in my, in my opinion, but we'll see. And then We're Hip Hop Guys, Best Hip Hop Video went again to Kendrick Lamar for Humble. 
Um, so yeah, uh, VMAs not on the same level of, as the Grammys. Is that right. fair to say? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, the VMAs to me it's like Billboard hits. Okay, like you yeah. understand what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. Basically, like radio is what I think. Exactly, but for videos, right? Obviously, okay. Yeah, I agree. I would agree with that. Um, so we'll move. We'll move right along. A shit ton of music came out recently. Last Friday, we had Action Bronson drop Blue Chip Seven Thousand. ASAP Mob came out with Cozy Tapes Volume Two to Cozy. Lil Uzi Vert surprise dropped. Um, he pulled a Beyonce Drake with the surprise drop of Love Is Rage Two. I don't know how to say this guy's name. XX Extension dropped 17. And I kind of made it a point not to listen to this one just because he has a history with domestic abuse and I wasn't going to even try. But And I haven't tried. I haven't listened to it. But Kendrick Lamar surprisingly endorsed this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I do decide, that's going to be the sole reason is because mm-hmm. Kendrick said that he's listened to it wash five times now. already. Yeah, wash your hands. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I don't foresee myself downloading it. Not an Uzi Vert fan, so I haven't even listened to that. Yeah. Nope. Can't get into that. But Fifth Harmony dropped an album. Uh, Daniel Caesar, who I haven't listened to yet, but I heard it is one of the best R&B albums in the past few years. Well. Um, Frank Ocean dropped a new song called The Provider. Uh, he actually dropped this song on Blonded Radio, which is on Beats 1, live from the VMAs. I actually didn't catch that, but I saw it on Twitter mm-hmm. that it happened. And then probably the most polarizing one that I want to ask you about is Taylor Swift. T-Swift. She dropped a new song and video for Look What You Made Me Do. Um, so first, have you heard this song? I, I'm sure you've seen the hate for it, maybe yeah. the love. Yeah. Um, she dropped the music video during the VMAs. Uh, seems like everyone on social media hated this song, but every time I get in the car, I hear it on the damn radio. Um, what What do you think? So I've only heard it, I think, once, and I don't even know if I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. I'm not a fan. It's, it is what it is. So so here's the deal. Um, she, she started off a country star, right. moved into a mega pop star, yeah. and then now she's trying this, like, edgy kind of hip-hop yeah, thing. To, she, she's doing what, like, Miley Cyrus did. Like, the, what all the Disney girls do is they that's, try to get the bad reputation. Out. That is a good, that's a good comparison. I like that. Um, a but lot like, of people are saying she's taking shots at Kanye and Kim with this. Yeah. What, what, are you going to add something like, there? Sorry. That's not, at, like, Miley kind of got away with it. Because Miley, like, went all in, like, super crazy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she sold out to be crazy. Oh, yeah. And now Taylor, she's reverting back to her right, kind of right. her Thank God. old self. Yeah. Because old Miley was awesome. Yeah, and I like her right. music when it's normal. <laughs> yeah, and she's hot when she's not, like, yeah. like Draco Malfoy. Anyway, <laughs> um, Taylor is, like, the breakup song artist, the really poppy, positive, or, like, either really sad And, like, when you just look at her, you're you're like, she's not, like, a bad girl. Yeah, she's She's not going to be doing this shit. She's cute. Yeah, she's like a little schoolgirl. You're like, no, stay in your lane. Uh And, like, you've sold millions upon millions upon millions of records. Mm -hmm. Just just do what you do. Exactly. Stay in your lane. (laughs) Stay in your lane. Do what you do. People download all your music. Yeah. You're going to be, you know, probably the number one selling artist every album you, you drop. So that's just, like, stop it. All right. Stop it. All right. I like it. So a couple little tidbits, and then we can talk a little bit more. So her new album is called Reputation. It will come out November 10th. The font 
looks oddly familiar, oddly similar to the text from Kanye's The Life of Pablo merch. And November 10th, this one is a little deep and it's kind of of dark. Uh, November 10th is the anniversary of Kanye's mom's death. Is this a coincidence? Taylor Swift's people have come out and said this is just a coincidence. But it's kind of weird that she's pretty much taking shots at Kanye on the song and then this happened. You would hope she would be above that because that's just kind of – that's really, really childish, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, I would hope she's above that, but honestly, nowadays, everybody's so childish. You never yeah. Know. So a lot of people are saying she's taking shots at Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, maybe Katy Perry. Uh, a lot of the video, uh, you can more so say for Katy Perry, but uh, she says something about the tilted stage, which Kanye performed on right. a stage in the middle of the arena. Right. So people are saying that that's what that means. But... Um, is there a feud that I care less about than... Yeah, this is this is a ELE or Let Him Beef, actually. <laughs> ELE, just get over it. Yeah. I could give a shit less about either of these people. Yeah, and I mean, I think Kim K and Kanye tag team will whoop Taylor Swift's ass, I have to say. I don't know. It depends. In a popularity you slash think in a popularity? I social don't know. media tough. contest. I mean, do you remember when you're gonna see a lot of little angry middle school white girls? That's that's fair. That's a very that's a very big majority. Yeah. Okay, okay. But do you remember when the whole uh phone, famous phone yes yeah. where Kim Kardashian exposed yeah. Taylor Swift and basically showed the phone conversation of Taylor Swift approving right. of Kanye's lyric where it said, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. What? Right. I made that bitch famous. Like, exposed, baby. Yeah. I thought that shit was, that was, uh, that was deep. That was, that was, uh, shots fired. Yeah. The, what, what were your whole, thoughts on that? This whole, whole feud thing? is just weird. Like, it is. If that, if that phone conversation really happened, which sure sounds I like mean, it did. <laughs> we kind of have proof. <laughs> like, why is Taylor got all upset, all in her feelings about that? If if he cleared it with you, then you have no reason to get upset. Yeah, like you said, yeah, that, yeah, no, that's. And I remember when you first, when the song first came out, and I told you about that that lyric, and you're like, every rapper calls every woman a bitch. Yes, why? It's not, why is it a big deal? It's not like to say like you're a fucking bitch. Yeah, it's like, like that's just. I don't know. Do you think just... she had more problem with the bitch part or the I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex? Probably the sex part. Or but maybe I think it, that... could, it could even be the I made that bitch fa- May... making her famous. Okay, that's fair. Because I, I would disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, here's a, just a kind of fun random fact. In the original song, he was also going to say something like, uh, I made something about Amber Rose, like I made Amber Rose famous, and then he goes, "Well, kind of famous." <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny, but they cut that part out of the song. Um, yeah, this is this is the weirdest ELE or let him beef. Um, I say ELE. Yeah, let's Taylor move Swift, on. stay in your lane. Yeah. Um, hopefully, some of your album is kind of upbeat and I just hope what you're known for. We don't have Kanye like try to come take shots at Taylor because. Watch him be featured on the album. I could see some shit happening like that where they play this all up and then they're featured on the song together. But, like, that would be the worst if Kanye, like, distracted from the music that he's working on to, like, take a shot at Taylor. That's that's very true. That's that's not what we want out of you, Kanye. Yeah. Just give me some some shit that will bump for the rest of the winter into summer. Okay, moving on. Um, This is a topic we both can uh, break down 
heavily. Uh, more M&M speculation we talked about in the last podcast. Um, reports came out saying that Slim Shady will be dropping a new album this fall. We already touched on that. We already touched on 2 Chains. He said that he will be featured on this album. Uh, Eminem recently dropped some new merch. It was like it was kind of camp themed, yeah, so maybe that has something it. to do with the theme of the album. But then the new the new tidbit that we have: new reports are claiming that the first single will feature Pink. Um, so, are you excited about that? Um, will we get a "Won't Back Down" part two vibe? Uh, what do you think? I don't know because I could see them doing that like off the wall. Have I, you lo- heard? I love that song. Won't yeah, Back Down, by the way. Have you heard uh, "Here Comes the Weekend"? He did I know song. the song. I don't know if I've heard it, yeah, but it's very, does he spaz out or is it kind of poppy? Or? It's it's kind of like uh, it's got uh, what Shady XB vibes kind of, okay. where like he like raps but like does some really weird syllables. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it's okay. Okay, so like they could go really off the wall, or I think they those two could do like a serious. Like not political song, but like have a really serious message yeah. song. I could see them kind of switching up. I could see it because he likes to do different things on albums. Oh yeah, um, and he likes to try to surprise people, and I don't think people would expect that out of those two. Okay. Um, so I could see that. Okay, uh, but either way, those two are both geniuses oh, with yeah. their music, so it's it's gonna be. A it nice would be a song. cool combo. Yeah. So touching on the political comment right there. So I don't know if you heard, but um, I believe he was performing in the yeah, UK, UK a few days ago. Fuck started a fuck Trump chant. And uh, also, I believe I saw him wearing a fuck Trump ch- shirt. Was he? Maybe a fact Trump shirt. I that'd think be, that's honestly what it was. Uh, but you said it was political. Um, do you think, especially with the, the campaign speech that he put out right. like last November or whatever, um, and the fact that um, he's saying fuck Trump in UK. Do you think it's going to be politically motivated? This album will we get white America vibes? Will we get mosh, mosh vibes? Yeah, I mean, what? Uh, so basically, so, what do you think this album will be? Right. What do you want it to be? I don't think it'll be like the whole album will be dedicated to politics. I think there'll definitely be um, quite a few punchlines involving Trump. Um, maybe a full song about it. Yeah, um, but I don't think you'll see that throughout. Like the, the theme. Album. Right. Sure. Um, like, I think he'll take shots at Trump on multiple songs. I think so, too. You know, um, Which punchline I, I don't hate. There. I don't hate it. Um, <laughs> so, so there'll definitely be that. Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I think it'll be a, a Eminem album that we've seen. It's going to be, you're going to get a couple of songs that are just bars. Yeah. A couple of really deep songs. Probably the radio hit. song of radio hit with Which, Rihanna. Yeah. Maybe this, maybe this pink song <laughs> maybe. will take um, place of that. So I, I, I think it'll be more of the same. That's the recipe that's gotten him this far. Yeah. Um, why change? I mean, he's Eminem. He's a mega star. He right. can do what he wants. He hasn't dropped Let the album how long? And he's selling out since 2013. And he's selling out arenas in the UK. Oh yeah. So let me let me ask you this. So I uh, and he's still bearded, by the way. He is bearded. I like bearded <laughs> slim. It's kind of hey, the new little not? thing. Uh, but so I read this somewhere, and I want to get your thoughts on it. So have have you got a chance to listen and really dive into uh, Jay Z's 444? Yeah. I mean, you've listened to it, but yeah. Um, so I saw something. It was like 10 things we want out of this new Eminem album. And one of the things was basically endorse maturity and endorse, like endorse dad rap. Basically 
like when own I, up to your mistakes. I don't know. I, when when I hear that, I hear like kind of more vulnerable, more open, more right. honest, more lyrical, more storytelling. Um, kind of what Jay Z did on rather than like the fuck bitches get money. Yeah, and kind of more you know fuck like this person fuck this per yeah 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 I, yeah I get what you're saying. Yeah. So my question to you is. Would you like that from Eminem? Like a grown-up Eminem album? Yeah, like, like I will, think headlights. I would like that in, like, five to ten years. Like, okay. maybe one last album. This is, Ooh, this so is the it. the last album you this, want Yes, that. this is my, I'm leaving. Okay. I'm officially done. So you don't want that out of this album? No. Maybe, like, a song or two? Yeah. Like, headlights okay. is awesome. I love headlights. <laughs> yeah. And See, like, that stuff, I think, would be really cool if that was, like, his going out album. Yeah, the, this is really compelling to me because I love 444. I think it's probably top three album of this year so far. Um, but I don't know if I would like it as an Eminem album. I but mean, Eminem gives you that introspective song all the time, you know, whether it's like When I'm Gone, yeah. um, Mockingbird, True. Um, Headlights. I'm trying to think of another one off any of his other albums. But I, I, I think he always gives you one of those songs. Yeah. I mean, he, he shows you stronger than I was. True. Where he shows you he's vulnerable. Yeah. See. Haley song. Yeah. Like, I I, I don't want to say, like, I want, like, a song, like, a pump-up song. I want a radio song. Right. I want an introspective song. I want a funny song. I want, you know, I because. The I, thing about Eminem, sorry to cut you off. No, it's is all He's good. so versatile. Yeah. That he can, he's one of the few rappers that can give you a different style of song every yeah. song. And that's what makes him great. Right. But I just, I love old Slim Shady vibes. Right. Like, I go back and listen to the original Marshall Mathers LP. Right. And that shit just blows my mind, the, the, what he right. said. Thinking back, like, but that was think also, about this in the late 90s. Right. I think, like, how much of a shock that would be to right. hear that. Like, I want that now. But it's kind of different because we've heard pretty much everything right. out of Eminem. And also two things. One, I think we're a culture that's very offended very easily. So I don't know if that does as well as it does did in the nineties. Yeah. That's one. Two, that was Eminem on drugs. He accessed a part of his brain that he very probably true. cannot access anymore. Very true. Um <laughs> I mean this man had to learn how to talk again because yeah, his brain was that so is, that is so, true. So I don't like I, I, he'll still say some crazy shit and he'll have some crazy stuff. I just don't think I don't think Slim Shady is going to be peak Slim Shady at age 40 plus with drugs. Fuck that shit, bitch. Eat a motherfucking dick. Chew on a prick and lick a million motherfucking cocks per second. I'd rather put out a motherfucking gospel record. That was straight off the head. Oh, God. Ah. Oh, yeah. You got me there. Not my big, dad's gone. My dad's crazy. gone crazy. Okay. That's one of the craziest verses that, of Eminem, no, in my that, humble opinion. Yeah, but, no, that shit is. Um, I would honestly love those vibes. I love that Eminem. I mean, I, I don't endorse those lyrics, obviously. Right. But it's just, honestly, it's for me to hear that out of Eminem, it's just kind of honestly funny because, like, you have damn, to, that man actually said yes, that. Yes, and like, you have to disassociate that from real life. Exactly. And honestly, the first Marshall Mathers LP was, in my opinion, truly a social experiment. Like, yeah. he wanted to push the envelope so much. And he obviously, he's getting all these fans who relate to different songs and right. different uh, lines in the songs. And he wants them to see, like, are you actually going to do this stupid shit that I say? 
Like it, it's a social experiment. Um, that that's another talk, but I want to ask you one more question on the Eminem album. So we talked about Eminem's always doing things kind of different and off Pushing the wall that we won't, we don't think right. about. Like I had, I would have never thought he would have done headlights like full circle. Like right. he's talking about how this you and that about his mom yeah. and then forgiving his mom. Right. Like I would have never thought that would have come. So what do you think this time that we get that's totally off the wall? Do we get, and do we get like more singing? I mean, we've had that before, so that's not really off the wall, but like something like that. Yeah, like yeah. what are we, could you even fathom or predict what we are going to get that's so different that we wouldn't even think about? You know what that's I mean? Tough. It's it's hard. Right. You know, but I, I it's, it's hard for me to even say, I don't know, but I, I could, I guess I'll say maybe something about how broken Detroit is. Cause you don't see, you don't really hear him singing or rapping about Detroit as sure, much sure. Uh, from like an economic and like yeah. just crime and, and stuff like that. So maybe he tries to give an uplifting message to Detroit. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Okay. I'd like that'd be cool. Or something with I mean Haley just went to college and now a smoke there, show. There is gonna be my prediction. So I want a Bonnie and Clyde seventeen because he did Bonnie and Clyde ninety seven. Right. With with you know, the kid and she was a baby then. Right. Now she's grown up going to college. How crazy would that be? That'd be dope. That would be insane. Um yeah. I I'm just excited for this M M&M yeah. album. Like I want it just if you're not going to give me the album this year, give me a release date. I just want to know. I just want to know the title. Give me some piece of information. Uh, it's like Star Wars. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, so I don't think we talked about this in the last podcast. We can skip it if we did. Kanye West and Kid Cudi are reportedly working on a surprise collab album in Japan. They're supposedly eyeing a, a December release. It's supposed to be a surprise drop. Um, would you be interested in this album? Yeah, I'd be interested. Okay. Uh, those are two mentally <laughs> very unstable people. Oh, yeah. So they're going to be doing some real weird shit. Uh, I would feel like it would be a very um, 808s kind of vibe. Okay. Don't you, th- don't you think? Yeah, like- I can see that. I would, I would want Kid Cudi hums like I got. And I know you're not a big Travis Scott guy, but Kid Cudi was on two songs off um, – Birds in the Trap, seeing McKnight, and he has the most beautiful hums, I have to say. No homo. But uh, if I get that Kid Cudi on this album, I'll be happy. That, it's pretty dope. I'm not I'm not a big Kid Cudi guy. I'm I like uh, Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon. That, that, they that had, album. There were some bangers that, on that. That album honestly has some 808 kind of vibes. Oh, yeah. So I think those two could. I mean, Kid Cudi is a product of Kanye. Right, yeah. And it came out of the 808 song, honestly. Well, right. But, um, yeah, it'll be. It'll be interesting to see what we get out of this one. Um, so I would I would definitely be interested. Uh, do you think it'll be on the same level as Watch the Throne? Not even close. Not even close. It might do similar numbers just because yeah. of how big Kanye has really like gotten. And, and it'll probably be more radio-friendly, I would think, with these two, maybe. I don't know. No? I don't know if Kanye is ever really radio-friendly. Yeah. Well, I Unless mean, if they do always, 808s. He always they do flips like a song that you wouldn't think is radio, and he makes it radio so i don't know but uh yeah we'll see with it with that um lil wayne says he can drop the carter five at any time um why doesn't he just fucking drop it because <laughs> it's probably not very good Ooh, you're you're off the lil wayne yeah, bandwagon aren't wayne, you wayne's last few albums just killed me I'm yeah sorry they're just okay and like you know my thing about rappers they always got delay and delay and delay he's the if king of the delay right and if it's ready why what what is there to delay yeah 
Well, this is just kind of surprising news because this whole fiasco with Birdman about how he's locking up the Carter five. And now all of a sudden he's saying, I can drop it whenever. So why don't you just do it? Yeah. Uh, basically his reasoning was because he wants the proper rollout. Well, if you want the proper rollout, give it a release date, yeah. give some hype to it. Some Don't marketing. fucking delay it and give the fans what they want. This album has so much hype and give the fans what they want. Um, I know you're not, you don't have high expectations for this, but what do you think we should expect? A lot of features, a lot of punchlines. I would think a lot what? of features. I, I would hope he just brings like all the young money back. That'd be cool. Just like, go old school, bring him back. I, little Drake, I, little Nicky. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd be down for that. You know, I, I don't know. Because, uh, like, do you want, like, an introspective Lil Wayne album? Because I, I sure as fuck don't. I mean, I don't know. He has a, a crazy backstory. I mean, well, yeah, Hur- no. uh, Hurricane Katrina. Right. And... Yeah. No, I understand that. But, like, I'm talking about, like, about his career and doing yeah, perp it, and going to the hospital weird. and almost It would be weird. Like, but, all, I mean... If if you're gonna give me introspective over punchlines, I'm always gonna pick introspective. That's just the kind of music I no, like. But probably depends. It'd be weird. It'd be from. weird for Lil Wayne. <laughs> Honestly, um, he came out with the Free Weezy album, and it was exclusively on Title. Um, and I got my hands on it, and it's actually pretty good. I mean, it's not the greatest album I've ever heard. It at first, I when I first listened to it, I'm like, damn, this has a little more introspective than he's ever had. And I actually think this might be one of the best Lil Wayne albums. Didn't sit with me like I thought it would. It has yeah. some good songs. But, um, yeah, so I, it has potential where he could be introspective and be successful. But you always have to have the punchlines when you're in, or excuse me, Lil Wayne. That's yeah. just that's who he is, and that's what he made popular. So we shall see with that. All right, let's move on to some sports. Yes, uh, big, big sports news of the moment. Floyd Money Mayweather beat the notorious Conor McGregor by TKO in the 10th round. Conor kind of held Asterix his own. Asterix. TKO. Ooh, okay, yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. So Conor held his own in, what would you say, the first three, four rounds? He, so to me, he definitely won the first three. I, I'd say he held his own until about round about seven or eight. Yeah. That's when the- I think I think he at least won the first three, probably the first four. Then he definitely got fatigued. Honestly, it looked yeah. like Floyd kind of executed his strategy. Like right, I think yeah. that's what he wanted right. is to finesse him and tire, get him, him, out. tire him out, get him in the get later rounds. Out. Yeah, um, yeah, I and mean, that's it, what happened. Honestly. It, was, it was perfect execution out of Floyd. It was just surprising how he went about it. The yeah. fact that he throws six punches in each oh, yeah. of the first two rounds like well, i think what you can was tire it? Was it someone 30 to 6 30 to 4 something, something like, that? like that punches thrown and it was like you can tire somebody out and still counter punch it's not like you yeah. just have to sit it, i know like, and that's what it was but that is what he is as a boxer he's a defensive boxer right. but, but usually he, he's defensive to counter punch he wasn't even looking to counter punch. yeah he, he was, was basically just, just say swing at swing at yeah yeah uh and it was just kind of boring so it was a more interesting. You got to give. No, no, it was no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're it, good. it was boring from from Floyd's perspective. Yeah, in the beginning, because like after you talk that much shit, how are you not like fuck it? I'm just gonna try yeah. to knock him out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I get it. No. So, but it was perfect strategy. I mean, he played it as perfectly as he could have. Um, I was really surprised. It looked like Floyd had much more power on his punches yeah. than Connor did. I would have never really guessed that. Um, but some of that might just be he's used to throwing punches and boxing gloves. He knows the angles that, yeah. that come at him. 
I think Connor got him off his game early. Oh yeah. I, I think he surprised him. I think definitely he was unorthodox. He 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 looked kind of awkward. Um, but I think that got to Floyd for the first four rounds. Um, yeah. And he you know, wasn't scared, dude. Like no, he put his hands behind his back. He oh, was yeah. going he right was out. And cocky. even like even he gets knocked out. He was coherent. He was oh, yeah. fine. He never the lights never went when off. I get tired. Let yeah. me let me wobble back to my my yeah. corner. And he's like, let me just put him let him put me down. Yeah. Uh I mean he I, he never went down. He's just nah. he was just tired. He was exhausted. And uh, we can talk about the kind of the boxing compared to UFC, like right. in that aspect yeah, of it. I, I tweeted that boxing is so trash compared to the UFC. Yeah, because it's, that's the difference between UFC and boxing. Like UFC, they want the blood. They want right. you to take them down. They yeah. want the knockout. You like knock a guy out. The judges or the referee is still going to give you like six more punches to the dude's head before yeah. he like officially calls it. Whereas boxing, like if you like daze and they're kind of <laughs> yeah. stumbling around, it's over. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. I just. I don't want to say I'm out for blood, but it's it's more fun to watch when right. there is a complete knockout. Like and like legit UFC, knockout. there's just at any given point you can knock somebody out with some but something really crazy, whether it's a knee and elbow. And there's much more to watch, yeah. Right. And this is what I think about, and I know it's a mute point because it would never happen. Um, Connor goes twelve round or ten rounds, excuse me, in boxing. Floyd, I don't think he would make it a minute. In the, in the UFC. UFC. I agree. Even if, I, even if they would have kickboxed mm-hmm. Floyd, I don't think Floyd gets out in the third round because yeah. Connor's leg kicks are just deadly. So it, it props to Connor McGregor, man. I mean, going, you're the, when you're the best at what you do and you're willing to put pride aside and be like, yeah, I'm going to go fight the best that someone, what someone else does. Mm-hmm. That's completely like, yes, there is some boxing aspects to UFC, but it is completely different. Oh yeah. And, and, and totally. to go do that and say, you know, I'm going to go against the best. Mm. I mean, that's that's unreal. It's ballsy. It's ballsy. That shows you the confidence he has. Um, and we can kind of talk about what Connor does next and, you yeah. know, that stuff. One thing I, we have on here that we, I'd like to talk about was the boxing bias. Because yes. one of the things, I don't know if you, did you see the scorecards from the referees? Yeah, at the, at the end? Yeah. Two Compared ref- to what the broadcaster said, yeah. I thought it was Two referees had... Mayweather winning the second and third rounds. Mayweather threw six punches yeah. in the second round. Yeah. How do you win the second round if you throw six punches? Uh-huh. That is the most absurd thing I've oh, yeah. ever seen. Like, the fix was in from the beginning. Yeah, no, they definitely got worried because Connor easily won the first three rounds and they were like, oh, we better, you know, make sure if this thing does go to decision that we have boxing yeah. back. Totally. And then every time Floyd would just duck into Connor. And Connor would just throw a punch or like hit him in the back of the head. Yeah, he like, hammer punch yeah, <laughs> out of reflex, which, like <laughs> illegal. Yes, but like the referee was like only talking to Connor about shit. That was a dick move. Honestly, yeah, like, I didn't like that. There was no at like the beginning. Floyd didn't do it. Floyd sucker punches Con- Connor at the end of a round. Yeah, and oh, the, yeah, yeah. the referee just kind of like doesn't really do yeah. anything. Yeah, and it's like, dude, we get it. This is your sport, and I thought for the most part the the referee was decent because yeah. he could have taking points away from Connor mm-hmm. for for the the punches to the, yeah. to the back of the head. I mean, it was reflex. You right. could tell yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like he was throwing him hard. As soon as he did it once, he'd stop and be like, "Oh shit, yeah. I can't." Well, do how that. about how about um Mayweather when he purposely turned around? Right. You know, that's the shit that's just yeah. god, it's so annoying. Yeah. So, um 
it's just yeah. boxing's just it's hard to watch. It's so slow. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to watch compared to the UFC. And that's why it's yeah. dying, honestly. Yeah. The mind-blowing thing to me, you you touched on it a little bit, but I just wanted to bring it home that the broadcaster kind of in the mid, like maybe the eighth round, showed what he thought the scorecard right. should be, and it was fairly even. It was one Mayweather was up by up one, by round. one yeah. right? And then at the end, when they did show the official scorecard, they had Mayweather winning fairly easily. I think one one guy had it close. It was like four round difference, which I thought was pretty fair. The other two had it like a seven round difference. Yeah, and it's just I I was kind of mind blown by that yeah. because the fix was it, it was in. And it, boxing has a notorious history of really bad decisions and officiating yeah. with stuff like that. So, and that's the problem with boxing is it's just I don't know. It, 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 there's not as many knockouts, so it's hard to tell who the winners are, yeah. and then the refs have to play. And, and it's just I think also I mean. I obviously didn't grow up in the Muhammad Ali days and all that where boxing was huge. But to me, it just seems like there's so many weight classes that it just kind of gets diluted and we don't have, like, a personality. Like, I could maybe name you. Three boxers. Yeah, like. Triple G, Canelo, Mayweather. Mayweather. Pacquiao. Yeah, I forgot about Pacquiao for a minute. But, yeah. Mayweather technically doesn't count. Yeah, I mean, like. Retired. Exactly. Exactly. They don't have a, a big personality where, like, like a Muhammad Ali, like right. you could, like I guess Floyd. You could go, I, I would say Floyd you could compare Floyd. It. I get Floyd. But Floyd I guess. is just a promoter. Yeah. Because once the fight's over, he's whatever. He's cool. He's yeah. he's gonna hang out. It's just when he's promoting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's just there's nothing polarizing about boxing where it, I'm like I have to watch this fight. Right. I mean, this fight was self-proclaimed the fight of the century so right. we had to watch it but i mean i don't know just boxing doesn't really and honestly to you like you could that. say connor out promoted floyd with his personality oh yeah dude he's I the mean, biggest shit talker oh, yeah. i love it and he's, the he's, fuck you suit the right. the shit talking the, man he was great he, he gunned mayweather's life multiple times right. it was just great i loved it that was that was fun um, would you pay to see another connor mcgregor boxing fight or boxing um match? If it was, against, it was like uh, you don't know Canelo or Triple Triple G especially are like the two are they like the up and comers up and comings that are really if, really good. If one of them got like bigger than life, like if one of them was like the quintessential like next Muhammad Ali, say right. you know, then I'd be intrigued a little bit. But really, I mean, like I like you said, I really haven't heard of them, so I don't know. But if if it got to the hype where I'm like, damn like this is pretty interesting then yeah i'd pay for it but i mean if it's just like a random kind of boxer then i really could care less but um yeah we'll see i want to talk about the corona girls yeah jesus christ they they were hot i'll give them that but they were staring into my soul they they made a point so every time the camera moved the corona girls were like trying to move to get into the the shot yeah, to they, show off their corona tiny little but the way they did it was so awkward oh, it was yeah. like they shuffled and they made a point to look straight into the camera it was, it was just so awkward <laughs> like yes you're hot but quit staring at my fucking soul it like was so, it was so weird <laughs> uh, it was just from the get-go of the whole production it seemed like a big money grab yeah honestly like well yeah i mean and you it, i mean they have to make money and but that, it just seemed like over the top, like yeah, a money grab. Like a, they on the red carpet, they had the fucking Jack Links, 
uh, Sasquatch, Sasquatch guy. Yeah. Like, and, and then he they basically read a full ad. Yes, yeah. I'm like, on it, really, really. Like, it was just, it was funny that, to me. That was another thing I wanted to touch on was that UFC's production of their pay per view and how they sell their fights is so much cleaner and so much better. Okay. Than boxing. Also, boxing's announcers. That dude was like coked out. Oh when yeah. He, when they showed him on camera. Yeah. He was like coked out, and then like the two color guys were like arguing and like in the middle of the air like they're like you thought that went to mayweather no oh, yes. like, I, like that's it right it's awkward that's like, right that was funny so like the whole production was just not very well done yeah I think. It, it was interesting um yeah so um let's talk about the ufc live stream going down yeah. uh so they delayed the fight i don't really know how long so the official like the undercard started at what eight a little eight. after maybe and uh what time would you say the um, the big fight started? It was it was after like it was after eleven, wasn't yeah, it? Right like around there, yeah. yeah, it was just I don't know. Um, so that was interesting. They actually they threw in some like commercials, and it was kind of weird for like a live a stream yeah. or yeah or excuse me a pay per view to have commercials. And we're like, what the hell? And then we get on Twitter and we find out that the UFC live stream is down. Yeah, then they just had the awkward guy talking and yeah. trying to fill time. Like, they were not prepared at all for De- any of that. No, definitely Which, how not. are you not when there's going to be that many streams? Something's going to oh, go yeah. wrong. And I think, I think I saw something where someone is suing something they're, about the UFC. suing the UFC yeah. live stream. Because, I mean... They probably a lot of people probably lost a lot of money because they paid for it and right. couldn't see half of the fight. Um, so UFC's got to be pissed because they I don't know if they it probably wasn't their people that like fully ran that, it was probably through Showtime. Oh, yeah, and you're probably right. So they're they're probably super butthurt right now for Which sure. I don't blame because the UFC's production stuff with like Joe Rogan and everything like that is yeah. really really good, yeah. Um, so that's that's honestly that's too bad, yeah. All right, um, and then just last question about this: Did it live up to the hype in your yeah, mind? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so I too. Like as far as like quality boxing, I don't know if anybody really expected it to be that you big. Know, the thrill in Manila. I, I, I feel like it overshot in that aspect. Right. I right. mean, I would I would say compared to like the Pacquiao fight with Mayweather, I right. think it exceeded it and tenfold. Just, just so you know, I don't know if you saw the thing on Twitter, but. Uh, McGregor actually landed the second most punches on against Mayweather than in, from any boxer. Really? Yeah. In all of the fifty yeah. fights. Yeah. He even wow. landed more than uh, uh, Pacquiao. Wow, that's crazy. Um, this just popped in my mind, which is kind of mind-boggling. I think I saw something that um, Mayweather McGregor hit top ten box office. That's just really? kind of crazy to me because proje- because movie theaters pro- were playing it. Right. I saw projections that they're gonna get. Over seven hundred million in sales for paper, just paper. It's insane. And didn't so correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, McGregor won forty million. Oh, uh, he, no, which is so more than his net worth. And then he got thirty. Thirty. And Floyd got a hundred. Hundred. That, that's just no. That's just a guaranteed payout. Straight up. All of that can almost basically triple depending on sales. Damn. So they think Floyd's going to make over three hundred million for this fight. Wow, that's. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I can't even fathom that. Um, all right. Well, I, that's what I said. Me and a uh, friend of the pod, uh, Chase Chase Slade, were talking. Hey. And uh, uh, we were talking about I would take $30 million to let Floyd knock me out. Yeah. Probably take a couple million to fix my face. But <laughs> after that, man, woo. 
That yeah, for I'll take sure. thirty million dollars for twenty five minutes. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Any last uh, top? Any last the, little points on the this last fight? thing I want to say, like uh, that, I think is now what's next for Conor McGregor? Because do you go back to the UFC? UFC's not going to pay him thirty million dollars guaranteed. Yeah. His last, the biggest payout payout he's gotten from UFC was like four million. Yeah. So he, you're you're not going to make that type of money, but you're the you're the you're the best at that sport right now. Oh yeah. Is that what are are you more in it to win now yeah. that you've made the money or are you going to go money hungry and say well maybe I'll just keep trying boxing because it'll pay me better. Yeah. And you're not oh, going to have tough, as much man. success. What do you think he's going to do? To me I hope he stays in the UFC, continue to grow that brand. Mm-hmm. Um he's talked about trying to get some like stock and stuff within okay. the UFC. Um cuz they were just bought out for 4 billion dollars and a large portion of that was because of how famous conor mcgregor is. yeah i mean he's the face he's the face um, um especially now that john bones is on steroids again yeah um so uh, it's hard I, I think he he has a chance to really make usc and and keep growing it um and, and continue to be that face because boxing i just don't think unless if he takes like a full year and a half off to just train straight boxing I just don't see him having any success at, at boxing. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, it's an interesting topic moving forward, but um, we'll, we'll see. Fun fight. Fun fight. It, it was. Nonetheless. All right. Uh, I would say a fun a spectacle. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. College football is back, baby. Yes. Preseason top 10. We have Alabama, number one. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Florida State. Number Four UFC USC, excuse me, I'm screwing up this already. Number five Clemson, number six Penn State, number seven Oklahoma, number eight Washington, number nine Wisconsin, and number ten Oklahoma State. Um, let's break this down. Let's uh, we put out a little article out there on Are You Entertained the blog um, of our picks and who we think are going to win the top the Power Five conferences. But um, what's compelling to you? You want to give some predictions? Do you want to, out of that top 10, who do you think will be a letdown? Who do you think will do well? What do you think? So, a lot well, thrown at you, but right. what do you think? Obviously, so football starts, well, it technically started. Technically started. Saturday. The big game start this right. week. Right. So this weekend alone, you know, you get Alabama, Florida State, number one versus number three to start Which the year. Which is insane. Incredible. You get Michigan, Florida, uh, who else is playing? There's another. There's not really any big like ranked versus ranked games. Yeah. I think like Maryland and Texas? like Texas. Yeah, yeah it's not really. So, uh, but uh, but there are some. I mean, those two games are you know huge oh, in, yeah. in the landscape of college football, uh, especially. I mean, one versus three. That game is gonna just be nuts. Florida yeah. State is really really good. Um, in that preview that we did, I had Alabama and Florida State rematching in the championship yeah. actually that'd be crazy I've, and i said it there Alab- i have alabama winning week one and i have florida state winning the championship wow so um as far as letdowns i don't th- clemson it's i think they're kind of an obvious pick for a letdown just because they don't have deshaun watson but more than that they lose mike williams they lose bullware um they i mean they just lost so much talent from that championship team that mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard um for them to Repeat and also the ACC is going to be really good this year, um, so I, I kind of see them as one of those letdown schools. Okay, um, 
I also had Michigan as one of my letdown schools. Um, you know, they lose – they returned one starter from defense last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, when you have 10 guys go to the NFL, I mean, that's tough. Do, do they have a lot of just offensive defense? players coming back, though? Uh, their quarterback's coming back. Yeah. Um, probably some of the O-line. Both of their two leading receivers and their tight end are gone. Okay. Um, I think the running back is back. So, okay. I mean, they're relying on a good recruiting class, though, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, Harbaugh's yeah, one it's of the best recruiters in the country. So, the recruiting class will be really good. Um, have to have a lot of freshmen step up. Um, but it, it'll be tough. Um, Ohio State's just really, really good this year. So, yeah. I think they'll win the Big Ten. And they have, you know, uh, JT Barrett back for his third year. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, hard to even think about. It, it seems like he's been here forever. I know. Right? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Um, so, I think Ohio State is another one of those teams that would get to the playoff. Um, and then now I'm blinking on who I – oh, I had as my dark horse yeah. fourth playoff spot. I had USS. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, they kind of had a little scared, didn't they, they did, this past they weekend? They did. They ended uh, up winning, but – They didn't play very well. Um, I'm a little worried that uh, – so for those of you that don't know, USF – uh, South Florida. Were, South Florida. They were really good last year. I think they won 10 games last year, maybe 11. They brought back pretty much everybody. Their head coach did leave, uh, Willie Taggart. He took the Oregon job, but they hired Charlie Strong, who got fired from Texas. I'm a Charlie Strong guy. I am, too. I'm too. I, like I worry that he'll find a way to screw up that offense because he's a really good defensive-minded coach. Um, but their offense, their quarterback, Flowers, is a baller. Okay. Um, so he needs to just stay away from the offense and let the offense be what it is. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, they're obviously not going to play a very tough schedule. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I, I see them running the table, and I think – because they're preseason top 25, I think the committee will have no choice but to put them in because they'll be, they'll continue to grow each yeah, week with yeah. each win. Do they have the game, like the one game on the schedule where oh, it could, it, it would be a big win? I know it's putting you on the spot, but I, I look, are I, they playing like a ranked team? I, I'm not sure. I mean, they'll, they have a couple of tough conference games. Um, let me, let me pull up their schedule okay. really yeah, I'll play. I'll say this. So I think um, my er, way too early playoff prediction, if I recall, I had Alabama. I I'm big on Penn State this year. I'm kind of rooting for Penn State. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cool to see them come back, and I think they they show out a little bit. Uh, I threw in Ohio State. I know that's two Big Ten teams. I'm trying to remember who else I had. I think it was Florida State. So those are that's my playoff prediction. Why you why you look that? So up. so the schedule. Their toughest out-of-conference game is a home game against Illinois. Okay. <laughs> and then their two toughest conference games are probably home against Temple and home against Houston. So, okay. I mean, it's okay. a pretty... But you, you, you said it, though. I mean, they're in the top 25 yeah. preseason. If they win out, it'll be they're hard to leave them out, right? Up. Yeah. So, and everybody else at some point... For the most part, we'll probably lose. It'll be hard to leave them out. I would now, think it's going to depend. I feel like on how they do each week. You know, yeah, like they're just they have to blow by. teams out, right? So, so you know that's going to be one thing. The Illinois game will be important when you play a Big Ten team, a bad Big Ten team. They're going to have to blow them out. Yeah, I mean, they, if that's a close game and Illinois just barely loses at the end, people are going to discredit them very yeah. quickly. So, so do you think uh, you said the quarterbacks? 
probably yeah, what their best Quinn player. Flowers, yeah. Do you he's, think? Do you think he's if they do win out? Do you think he's in the Heisman running? I, I think he'll get some talk. Um, I think I just think the the level of competition will come back to ultimately bite him. Okay. Uh, for me, I I, I think Baker Mayfield will win the Heisman. Um, okay. I think he's just they don't have Mixon and uh, oh Pirine, so the, they lose those two running backs who both of them were studs. So they're breaking in a new running back. Um, they'll probably do it a little bit by committee. Um, so a lot of the offense is going to come on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and, man, that's still a really good offense, and he's still a really good player. Um, so I, I have him as my early favorite to win the Heisman. Okay, The Heisman's hard. It's, yeah. It seems like no one knew who Lamar Jackson was last year, and yeah. he wins the Heisman. Um, so I feel like it's hard to predict the Heisman. And because he's back, right? Yeah, he's okay. back. Um, and... I, mm. Yeah, I don't think he should have won it last year, but yeah. Um, so it, it, it's interesting. There seems to always be kind of some random guy who comes out of nowhere to sure. to take a hold of it. So um, that that's a tough one to follow or yeah. to, 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 to to predict. predict. Yeah, so. I think I predicted, and this is because just because everybody on our list had quarterbacks, I wanted to throw out a running back. I think I picked uh, Penn State's is Saquon it? Barkley. Yeah, yeah, um, he's a stud. He is a stud. So. Do you think he's the best running back out of the bunch that could potentially be a Heisman candidate? It's him or it's the running back at LSU. Um, God, what's his name? Goyce or Goals or something like that. Um, he got a lot of playing time last year when Fournette was hurt. Yeah. Dude's a stud. Okay. Uh, flat out player. Um, for Barkley, the thing I worry about with him is one, everybody's going to say, we got to stop Barkley. We got to stop Barkley. Sure. We got to stop Barkley. Now, harder said than done, mm-hmm. or easier said than done. Because they're kind of a run team first, right? Because right? they do a lot of like that zone read. Yeah. Their quarterback, he can throw the ball. He's got a good arm, but he's a really good running quarterback, mm-hmm. too. We're Trace talking McSorley. Penn State. Right. Yeah. Trace McSorley. So people are going to load up on the box. Um, they are going to run a lot, a lot of that read option, so he won't get a lot of designed carries. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think. McSorley will take some of his carries away. Um, also, they have really good receivers, so they're going to throw the ball. They have probably the best tight end in college football. So I think the ball is going to get spread around so much that Barkley's not going to be maybe as dominant. He might be a better player this year, but yeah. he's not going to be as dominant as he was per se. People will be keen on him. Year. Okay. So, um, but with that said, I think Barkley probably is the best running back um, in college football this year. So, I mean, you okay. never know. You never know. It's just hard because it's such a quarterback-driven oh, yeah. award now. Yeah. I just I'd uh, like to see even yeah, more would, so a defensive player. Like I I, that, I'm all about that. I would, so yeah, I would too. That would be that'd be really cool. So, um, um, anything else you want to talk? Another about? one of my surprise teams. They actually are. They come in at number ten on the preseason rankings. I think Oklahoma State has a chance. Yeah, Mason Rudolph's a really really good quarterback. Um, uh, they have a chance to. I don't know if it's surprised a lot of people. I feel like Oklahoma State's that school that. They're a perennial top 15 team, but you don't think of them as a top-tier team. Sure. Um, they are always just seem to be uh, right on the edge. You know, that one year with yeah. uh, Justin Blackman, they lose to Iowa State. Yep. Um, last year, they I think, lost to Central Michigan on that, like, Hail Mary That's play. That's right, where so he didn't uh, it should have been illegal. consider it. Uh, yeah. yeah, it should have uh, been loss. illegal. Um, um, so it just seemed like they always have one or two games where it's just a huge letdown. Sure. Um, but if they can overcome that, they have r- – Two really good receivers, a really good quarterback. I, they're a fun team. Um, it's just hard in that Big 12 conference where no one plays defense. Yeah. Uh, you never know what you're going to get on a week-to-week basis. Sure. 
What one team that kind of intrigues me is Texas. Texas, yeah. I think, Tom I think, yeah, they have potential to be good. They have the new kind of up and coming power dog head coach, right? Tom Herman. I, I what he's, do you think about them? He's one of those guys that he gets the most out of his players. Um, scheme wise, is going to be the biggest adjustment for them. Um, I, I, the offense probably won't change a whole heck of a lot. Um, he's an offensive genius, which mm-hmm. he's done at Houston the last couple of years. It'll be interesting. For them, it's really important to get off, I think, to a good start. you got to win your first two or three games, um, get some confidence. Um, and then the Oklahoma game is going to be huge. Oh, yeah. Even if they don't win, keep it close. Yeah. Be able to say, you know what, we just played a really, really good team, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, we're this close. Um, because they have it, a new head coach, too, so they, right. they're facing kind of the same questions. Right, but they just have a little bit more talent, I think. I agree. I agree. Um, and they have an established quarterback. So um, if they can do that, I think they're one of those sleeper picks to win the Big 12. That was my hot take in my in the article. I picked Texas. That was yeah. that was kind of my bold take. And, 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 and I could see it. I, I don't think it's impossible. Um, Everything has know. to go their way. Right. Basically. I will say this. I think Oregon has a better chance of winning the Pac-12 with a first-year head coach, the guy from USF, Willie Taggart, um, than Texas does the Big 12. Okay. But that's a stretch. I, that's kind of a hot take because people, everybody loves USC. Yeah. I think I actually, in that prediction, took Stanford to beat USC. Yeah, I think you had Stanford, yeah. Um, so uh, there's a lot of those first-year coaches that went to really big schools that have a lot of talent, and it's just a matter of can they get their scheme in, in enough time sure. and build confidence and have early success to um, you know, get the ball rolling early and, yeah. and, and get that momentum that's so huge in college football. Okay. Uh, quick take on my Notre Dame Fighting Irish. What do you think? I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to tell. Um, I don't know. I don't have high expectations. It, I won't lie. I, but yeah, I told you not to. Um, the problem with Notre Dame is uh, they have an idiot for a head coach. Is one. Uh, they play a really tough schedule every year, um, and I don't know anything about who's going to be their quarterback. So, yeah. Um, All I know is they need to have a better. Uh, they need to have better D-backs because yeah. I went to the Duke game and they yeah, fucking they, got burnt every time, bro. By Duke, that's it. So. Exactly. So, and here's a little fun fact. I may be going to one or two games this year. So, there you go. Um, pretty pumped about that. Um, we're taking a party bus to the Iowa State Yes, game, so. can't wait for that. We'll have to get some content. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get a live stream or something. That would yeah. be funny. Um yeah, so Notre Dame, what they go four and eight last year. I don't think, I think they'll that's be right. four and eight. I think they'll be closer to six and six, seven and five. Okay, okay, yeah. So, but back tough to a, year back last to year, man. Game. Yeah, can't wait. Hopefully, they turn it around, but we'll see. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Kyrie Irving gets traded to the Celtics for Isaiah. Allegedly. What allegedly? This allegedly. is not finalized. Is it? I no. thought it was. No. So yeah. So go ahead, Kyrie. Okay. Kyrie to the Celtics. Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder. Some dude no one's ever heard of, a foreigner. Um, and a 20- <laughs> Anti Zizek, I yeah. think his name is. Yeah, and a 2018 first-round pick by the Nets, which is I probably thought it was finalized. Be, okay. It's probably going to be a top three pick. Damn, this, deal, put, this puts a lot of uh, shade on my pop culture dinner tray because I've included yeah, this. So, so, my bad. <laughs> so it, it's probably going to be. There's a holdup right now because the medicals on Isaiah Thomas's hip. Remember, he had that hip injury uh, in the playoffs okay. last year. Yeah. Uh, the Cavs are the 
it, it it's not as it doesn't look as good as they originally thought it okay. was. Okay. Um. So right now it's on pause. Um. But with that being said, there's no way these two teams can't finish this trade yeah. because what are you going to do now? Isaiah Thomas they is going to come back to the Celtics and be like, "Yeah, that'd Yo, be you guys weird. tried to fucking trade me." And they play to our rival. They, they play opening. They night. play opening night. And LeBron's not going to be like, "No, I don't want Kyrie back." Yeah. Kyrie's like bitching out right now, send his ass away. Yeah, you know. So like, both teams are in a really that, bad that would spot. Be weird man. <laughs> so like, they have to get this deal done. It's just a matter of is Cleveland going to ask for more in yeah. return. Or um, you know what what's gonna give? Um, well, that brings the question up: Who do you think if if this trade was finalized, who who do you think wins this trade? It's weird to say, but to me, I think the Cavs do barely. I think Isaiah and Kyrie are similar. Okay, yeah. they're both gonna score a lot and they're gonna play negative defense. Uh, Kyrie is better than Isaiah Thomas. I'm not saying that, but Jay Crowder is a really good piece. Um, he's he's six eight. He can defend the wings. He can defend Clay Thompson. He can defend, uh, you know, to the some extent that you can, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant or Andre Iguodala in the finals. That's another piece now that the Celtics don't have. They lose a little depth. Um, I think that hurts them. And also that first-round pick, if LeBron leaves, they're guaranteed pretty much a top-three pick to help replace him mm-hmm. and build a little bit more with Isaiah Thomas, with Kevin Love, with Tristan Thompson. So I think it's it, it helps them more this year. And it gives them a little bit of a a, a back backup plan mm-hmm. for if LeBron leaves. Okay. Which right now it sounds like all indications that he is going to leave after next year. Crazy so, man, lot um, lot of NBA moves. Right. Where would you want him to go? Everybody's saying L.A. Yeah. Um, and actually, another thing me and Chase were talking about was that banana boat team. So there is a realistic possibility that next year. D. Wade, Carmelo, Chris Paul, and LeBron could all play together. Jesus Christ. But the, that would not be fun at all. I mean, but, it would be cool to watch, but they would just kill everybody, see, right? See, I disagree. Really? They're, the, D. Wade's so old. His knees are so bad. Carmelo ain't playing any defense. LeBron ain't getting any younger. Chris Paul has to have the ball in his hands. D. Wade has to have the ball. Melo has to have the ball. LeBron has to have you the ball. You think there'd be a lot of friction? I just, I, I don't think there'd be friction. I just think. Too much ego. It wouldn't click on the court together. Okay, okay. Like, their styles don't match up very well. So, I don't see it happening And you think if that were to happen, it'd be in L.A.? No. If that were to happen, it could be in L.A. for the Clippers. Okay. Um, I don't see it happening. The Lakers don't have the salary cap. The Heat maybe could. They'd have to go to kind of a weird team to to put it all together. Um, But that's the Banana Boat Dream team. Uh, the other option right now everybody talking about is L.A. Uh, with the Lakers play mm-hmm. for Magic, um, play with Lonzo Ball, um, Julius Randle. Um, I don't know. I I have a hard time. Kobe is still – it's still debated, LeBron versus Kobe. LeBron's never going to make L.A. LeBron's team. Oh, yeah. Like, they're never going to think of it like, like – That won't be his You home. think of the Lakers and it's either, you know, Kobe or it's Shaq. Magic or Shaq. You know those were those, those that's yeah. their guys. Yeah, LeBron's never going to be the LA's guys. I agree. So I agree. I just have a hard time believing that that's what he would do. Okay, um, I, I saw this randomly on Twitter today. This isn't in the doc, but I want to throw it at you. I saw Kevin Durant say something that if Seattle were to bring back a team, he would wouldn't mind going and finishing his career where he started on the Sonics. 
Is that even in talks that the Sonics might come back? Or They've been trying to figure out a way to do it. Um, I mean, it'd be cool, the, I think. The but... hard part is I think the NBA would make another city also do it so they have even amount of teams. Sure, sure. Um, I don't know. Um, also, Kevin Durant's a baby back bitch, so uh-huh. who knows? Yeah, yeah. All right, Uh, moving on. Sources say that Magic Johnson was at the center of NBA's probe into possible tampering with Paul George. I'm not going to lie. I don't really know a lot about this, so so I was wondering if you did. Like Magic... Probing in, in the NBA is you really if you it's, don't is it is it like a side deal is that what so, that means? No, so if 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 you if I'm Magic Johnson and you're Paul George, you are employed right now, technically by the Thunder, but at the time he was employed by the Pacers. Pacers. I can't talk to you about not like I can't talk to you about contract stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't talk to you. I can't try to recruit you. Basically, okay. We can't have that talk. That's illegal. Okay, Magic. I don't know. Magic's how do I put this? Magic's every every person that walks up to Magic, Magic is like, Oh, you're my favorite player. I love you. You're so good. You're really talented. Yeah. So like Magic was probably just buttering him up like, Hey man, you know, you just sure. come to LA, you'll be, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Like it's probably not that big of a deal. I it's not like Magic was probably like, Yo, here's a max contract. We're gonna give you X amount. We're mm-hmm. gonna give you this many years. This and- is what we're thinking. You know, it's would Paul George have to be the rat in that case? I mean, like, who uh, who would uncover something like that? You know, right? I'm sure they could find like text messages and shit yeah, like that, okay. or someone, some random person, told him at a Starbucks in L.A. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. It's that's the hard part about probing is how do you really if those two sides are both like, no, it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know how you really proceed. So. Sure. It's more of an odd story than it is. Okay. Story. All right. Um, do you want to give a mini NFL preview? I say we I, wait. Quick. Okay. I was just, just going to say. Just because the NFL's like two weeks, two weeks away. away. Would you be interested in doing the same thing for what we did? College football, doing an yeah. NBA yeah. preview on the blog. We will have that on the docket. Um, any MLB news? Uh, I know. Um, Good Granderson news. got traded. That Granderson, was kind of a big yeah, trade, a little yeah. bit. Uh, I, I won my fantasy baseball league. Shout nice. Out to uh, Any money involved? 180 or? bucks. Wow, Ooh, not bad. Bet a kid. Uh, beat Cam. Beat my my roommate. So, and I beat my other roommate in uh, the semifinals. So you got all the you got all the top. I, I took him out. So uh, that was good. Uh, <laughs> and I ended up with like seven guys on the DL by the end of the week. So that's really it was it was a very stressful. So we go by categories. I won quality starts by one, run scored by one, Oof. and I won. Were you pulling your hair out? Yeah. <laughs> I won stolen bases by one. Wow. And then I won That's whip crazy. by .01. Jesus Christ. So it was very close. Nice. I was very stressed out that's, for a very long time. That's that's funny. Um, But, yeah, it was a lot. You pulled out on top. I did. So uh, MLB-wise, Dodgers still killing it. That's about it. Okay. I like it. Short and sweet. MLB is just hard. We're at the dog days. Right yeah, now. exactly. Um, it's too. It's late in the season where you talk about the pennant races, but it's not mm-hmm. late enough that it's really heating up yet. So yeah, it's just kind of sitting wait. All right, 
I like it. Lots of movie news to talk about, uh, so let's get into some movie TV talk. Uh, lots of DC movie news. Uh, we, so we'll give you all the tidbits, and then we'll break it down. Uh, Todd Phillips, the director from The Hangover, is in talks to write and direct a Joker origin movie separate from the DC Extended Universe that will not star Jared Leto. Here's the kicker. Martin Scorsese is in talks to have some role in the movie, most likely as executive producer. So Scorsese obviously intrigues me. He's my movie idol. But the fact that it won't include Jared Leto confuses me. So my question is, would a separate Joker movie work even with a different Joker in the DC Extended Universe? So I put in here, think about the R-rated Venom movie. It's kind of separate from the Sony. We don't know if we're going to get Spider-Man in that Venom movie. We don't know if we're going to get Batman in this Joker origin movie. Just, does this intrigue you? Do you think it'll be weird? Like, what what are your thoughts on this? So I'm a big Batman-Joker fan. I agree. It intrigues me. It just would intrigue me a lot more if it was Jared Leto tied into the universe. If it was was, um, cohesive with, with... the other movies, I would be even more excited right. because Scarsese. Think about this: a Joker gangster movie like that would be fucking insane. Yeah, and and especially with the Suicide Squad, Jared right. Leto, like he was kind of that. Um, he had tats and he had a Lamborghini and he had the suit. Like he was a cool Joker. Right. Nowhere near Heath Ledger's Joker. But think about Scarsese putting his little puppeteer um, with with that. Joker. I think I think it definitely has potential, but the fact that Jared Leto won't be in this, it I don't know. And I, I'm kind of hesitant about it. And they're making it to not tie in with, think of with what the Marvel's rest. successes. Exactly. It's taking all of these different origin stories and yes. side stories and being able to tie it all back to one universe. One universe, one big ass movie coming that's soon. That's why they are fucking this up, and that's yeah. why they're falling so far behind Marvel, and this does not help. Let me say this. So I, I appreciate DC's attempt to make different movies. Like, with these big-ass universes, we have, you know, I mean, you would think that we would get a Wonder Woman movie. We would get a Cyborg movie. We'd get a Flash movie. We'd get a Aquaman. Batman standalone. we get an Aquaman. And then, Superman, obviously. Yeah, a Man of Steel too. Like, we would just keep getting these sequels, and then we'd get these spinoffs. Um, you know, we'll talk about the Gotham City Sirens. Like, we get these spinoffs, and then all in one big-ass uh, the DC version of Infinity War. They, think of it that way. It combines. It combines. They, they collide. That's what you would think would happen. So I applaud them for trying to do something different, but the fact that they are not being cohesive with it scares me a little bit. Yeah, it's because I want Batman, and I I like DC. I, they're darker. Right. I like him. I like Batman. He's my favorite hero. I'd like for them to be successful, but I don't know. They're shooting scares themselves me. in their foot because once you throw. Uh, what I'm trying to think of the best analogy is they're just they're throwing thousands of things at the wall and hoping one sticks so yeah. they can pick it up and run with it. But the problem with that is, well, if this sticks and this sticks, but they don't have any common ground. Yeah. Then there's nothing you can really do in the in the to meet in the middle. Yeah. Or to take it further. Yeah. You know, so they're just I don't understand what they're doing. They, I know. I mean, their heads are so far up there. They're so far behind Marvel. Uh-huh. That I, and I feel like they're trying to rush to try yes, and catch up with them. And that's another problem. Take your time. Do yeah. it right. Do it right. Do it right rather than just rush it and then fuck up DC Comics for I, the rest. I, I totally, you know, totally agree. Years. Totally agree. It would be like, it would be like right now if 
technically I think it's Sony, but if if Marvel had fucking Tobey Maguire come back and do a new Spider-Man, yeah, be like, why we Spider-Man Five? Like we have, <laughs> we already have this Spider-Man, and yeah. he's already the third one, you know, in the last yeah, six however years, many years, it feels like, yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense. I agree. I agree. All right. So another big Joker news for DC. A day late. A day later, reports surfaced that Glenn Ficarra and John Requia, the directors and producers of the NBC series This Is Us, as well as the movie Crazy Stupid Love, which I actually am a fan of, um, they will be heading a Joker Harley Quinn spinoff that will star Jared Leto and Margot Robbie. It's said to be a criminal love story. So here's where it gets a little even more messy. So now we have reports that we're going to have a Joker origin movie that won't have Jared Leto. And reports that we will have a Joker Harley Quinn spinoff with Jared Leto. <laughs> so we're going to have two fucking Jokers at the same time. Kind of weird. Like Stupid. Do you, is there any way that this could work? No. I don't think so. Like, I, yeah. That, that is my, so... only, my only thought, my only thought where it could work is if the Joker movie, obviously it's an origin movie, we're going to get like, like a younger... young Joker. Yeah, yeah. Which would be weird. But... Obviously, but it's he's a Joker. Gonna... He's got makeup on. The Jared Leto could play a young fucking Joker. It's yeah. not like age is a real problem. Yeah, here. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know why they're not including it and like making it cohesive. Next? Margot Robbie's not going to be Harley Quinn. Probably. I read a fucking Screen Rant article that's that said fifteen roles um, the DC movie should replace, and the number one was Batman. And we, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. <laughs> but why the fuck would you they mean, replace Ben Affleck? There are reports that are saying we'll get to it. But why would you? <laughs> you let's have, just get you, to it. Now. You have. Okay. Let's just get to it. Now. Okay. Um, yeah, Casey Affleck said Ben Affleck probably won't play Bruce Wayne in the upcoming Batman standalone movie. This is weird because Justice League comes out in November of this year where Ben Affleck will start as Batman. So my point is why would you <laughs> replace stand, man. This is <laughs> Why would you replace a Batman? DC is like that a, is the... coming out with a Batman movie this year. Like Tr- what the fuck? If I can get my mic to stay. Give me the mic. Trump or Trump. DC is like the <laughs> Trump White House. It's so fucking unorganized and disorganized, and they can't get their shit straight. Yeah. So they're having all these problems before even shit happens. Yeah, it's because crazy. they can't get their message right. Because also, that makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Sorry, I was just like, gonna. Even if he's a bad Batman, yeah. you, you don't have a choice. Which I don't think he is. I mean, no. he's not the greatest, right. but he wasn't bad. Right. Like, but you don't have a choice unless if you're gonna be like, you know what? Fuck it, Christian Bale. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back. Like, you know, we're going to, that Batman origin story, you know, we're going to just carry it over. Yeah. Which but, would like, even uh, make it even more messy. <laughs> yeah, but that would probably be best case scenario because he, he was a good ass Oh, Batman. he was a great Batman. But, but like, what what do you do? Like, you can't just be like, you know, I don't know if you ever watch soap operas. My mom always watches The Young and the Restless. <laughs> and because it's a soap opera and they have 360-some, you know, episodes a year. Yeah. They're always replacing people. So then, at the beginning of the series, like season, if, if you played John Doe, I want to be Juan. You're John Doe. <laughs> if you play John Doe, and then in the middle of the season, you're like, uh, sorry, I got a contract to go do a movie, and I took your place. They would be like, oh, Brandon Ogden, now the new John. Yeah, Doe. yeah. Like, that, what is that? What they're gonna do? They're gonna be like, exactly. Uh, Bruce Willis. 
now Bruce Wayne. Like, you know, like, yeah. what are you, what yeah. are you doing? I, yeah, How it's do you so messy. have some type of contract where it's like, yo, Ben Affleck, sign this contract. You have to do 17 Batman yeah. movies. Let me say this. I think at the end of the day, we're going to get Ben Affleck as Batman moving I forward. Too. I think it's more smoke than I think so, else. too. And but like, it, it still just shows how disorganized. It shows totally. that there's no confidence in what they're doing right mm-hmm. now, which is really fucking The scary. only thing they have going for them is one Woman. Only thing right it, now. It really seems that way. Man of Steel was good, but that was what five years ago. Yeah, and like? I mean, yeah, it doesn't years, even seem ago. that seems more connected with the Dark Knight than yeah, this series of I movies, agree. which is not. I've I have on the uh, we're, we're going to read off the docket what they have for the slate. Um, Man of Steel two is on that, um, but yeah, but I just want to point out that at Comic Con, Ben Affleck said he's not going anywhere, um, but. Who fucking knows at this point? Like I said, I think at the end of the day, we're going to get Ben Affleck as Batman. I do, too. Um, I, And I won't be mad about it. I, I like Ben Affleck yeah, as no, Batman. He, he has potential. He was fine. He was fine. He's he, fine. He wasn't, he wasn't Christian Bale, but he wasn't Michael Keaton. Yeah. Which, yeah, a lot of people argue with you that Michael Keaton was a good Batman, too. But, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that was important. <laughs> Who's the bad Batman? Adam the, West. Adam West was the original funny one, but the one in between Val as it Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. There Van that's Kilmer, who I was thinking. That's yeah. what I was thinking of yeah. before I said uh, You're good. You're good. Um Don't don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So l- let me just give you we have an official slate for DC and Warner Brothers. And then we have um movies that they're open to working on and then rumors. So right now, is this actually what they said. No, yeah, this is this is legit. This so, is their statement. They were like, "Oh, we're open to this idea." Well, no, the rumor, the rumor part <laughs> okay. is not. They didn't say the rumors. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, we're open to <laughs> three different jokers at once. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, so all right, the official slate for okay, DC and go. Warner Brothers right now, we have Justice League coming out November sixteenth, two thousand seventeen, <laughs> starring Bruce Willis as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows at this point? They'll reshoot it and do it somehow. Um, we have Aquaman, December 21st, 2017, which I didn't know it was coming this year. Great. Um, that'll be Can't weird. Wait. Wonder Woman 2 coming. Hold on, hold on. Can we, real quick, how yeah. awful is that movie going to be? I'm actually intrigued by it. It'll, it's a dream, but like, there's. A, who wants to watch a superhero? More than likely, that is it in probably won't be good. <laughs> that's so fucking terrible. More than likely, it probably won't be good. Oh, I can't wait to do unfiltered cinematic for that one. Yeah, it'll be that'll be good. Um, Wonder Woman two is going to be coming out December thirteenth, two thousand and nineteen. Starring Holly maybe, Berry. Maybe I ha- maybe I have a, <laughs> maybe I have a. Uh, a typo there because I feel like it'd be weird if Aquaman came out this year. I I feel like it might be coming next year. Don't quote me on that one. <laughs> well, Brandon's looking uh, it up right now. I'll I feel to, like it might be I'll next year because I feel like it'd be weird um, for them to skip next Did year completely. I wish he was. It's Jason <laughs> Mimosa. Um, and then we have two undetermined movies for February 14th, 2020, and June. Yeah, that's 2018. 18. Okay, I got a typo there. My apologies. But uh, So Aquaman is 2018. We have Wonder Woman 2019. And then we have two undetermined movies in 2020. So that can be like The Flash maybe? Well, see, here's the thing. We don't – to my knowledge, to my understanding of the article I read – these undetermined movies, we don't know what they're going to be about. The the Flash 
standalone has been announced. Oh, okay. okay. So maybe they'll slate it in there. I don't know if it'll be completely different. I don't know. February 14th, that's Valentine's Day. Maybe that'll be the Harley Quinn, Joker, love movie. That, hey, that is good piecing together. I didn't even think about that. Um, but during the Warner Brothers panel at Comic-Con, they announced seven movies they are openly working on. So Suicide Squad 2, which apparently is being fast-tracked by Warner Brothers. I don't know if that's Suicide good. Suicide Squad was so good. Yeah, I don't know if that's oh, good or bad. Jesus. I would I I think Suicide Squad was entertaining. It was fine. It, yeah, that's I mean, all I can say. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> the Batman is the next is next on the list. This is the, this is the standalone that Ben Affleck may or may not be playing. <laughs> um, we have Shazam, which I don't believe is included in the DC extended universe. It's going to be <laughs> like remember, a separate thing. Do you remember those like uh, OxyClean commercials? Shazam! They had like a Shazam run. That's what yeah. I mean. Um. So we have Shazam, we have Justice League Dark, which I think think about maybe Guardians of the Galaxy in um really DC, name. but like obviously <laughs> it'll be darker. It won't be funny, and to my knowledge, I don't really know. Flashpoint is going to be the standalone movie for Flash. It's rumored to also have Wonder Woman in some capacity. Hey. We don't know. Hey, you did something right. Exactly. You brought in a, a that like what they do with uh, Iron Man being in Captain America movies, yeah. And, you Which know? I don't know. I bring, don't... bring a bring a character even if it's a minor role, have them show up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Flash to me, out of all of the Justice League, is the least intriguing character in my mind. But I mean, that's just me. Aquaman. Aquaman. Okay. Aquaman might be more interesting but it's got more potential to be really fucking terrible. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. And then um a couple like, more on the I want you to understand. Sorry, I keep interrupting. No, it's okay. I it's all good. I like to talk about uh, it. So. Aquaman has potential to be like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> like that's what I really think of. Yeah. Like, like it could be that bad. Okay. I think it Water I, movies don't do well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you watch SpongeBob? No. <laughs> like like like, can we confirm? Does can Aquaman leave the water? Well, I believe so, just based off of what I've seen from the Justice League trailer. But <laughs> I don't know. Because like, I don't know if, if he can he like turn off like, his powers like, or what. If but. he is like water tied, like can't leave water. Like, I think fish he, out of water. I don't think I think he can leave the water. I'm pretty okay. sure, but. But that's kind of weird, too. No, it definitely has the potential to be mad corny. <laughs> mad corny. So who knows? Um, two more on the uh, op- they're open to talking. They're open to working on Green Lamp, uh, Lantern Corps, which has potential. No, you're not a Green Lantern guy? God, a lot of Ryan Reynolds is doing it. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> and then Batgirl, which Jesus. who fucking knows? So um, those are what they're open to already working on. And then here is the rumored slate, which has not been announced. They have just there have been little details surfacing that could happen. We have Cyborg, who is going to be in Justice League, so that could Jesus. potentially happen. That that could happen. We have Man of Steel two, probably necessary. Could have picked a better title. Yeah. Well. Like I said, it's rumored, so it probably has, doesn't even have a title yet. But um, we have Black Adam, which I think might have The Rock in it to at, to some capacity. I don't know if he's the villain or what, but um, we have Nightwing, which is basically Robin, I believe. Which I don't know if I said this, but I think Drake Bell is a rumor to play DC. Robin. So DC, <laughs> DC, what are we doing? 
We got to talk. You got to bring your guys in. You need some help. You need Martin Scartrazy <laughs> on the on the docket. Uh, and I'm not th- even like saying, "Look, I'll write scripts for you." I'm saying, "I'll give you a fucking plan." Yeah. Like, god damn, this is bad. Yeah, it's very messy. Now the next one has potential. This one sounds interesting. Okay, the Gotham City Sirens. You did. This is the one. Are you were you talking the February fourteenth the Harley Quinn yeah, Joker yeah. or this? Okay, this one is uh, supposed to have Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman. This one could be interesting. I think could be interesting. I think it all depends on who you have as Poison Ivy and Catwoman. Right. Obviously, Margot Robbie killed it as Harley right. Quinn in my mind. Um, who would be? I have a great idea for Poison Ivy. Was it Uma? Yeah, great idea for Poison Ivy. Okay, uh, Rihanna. Okay, I like that. Yes, I like that. yes. She could also be a Catwoman, though. She could be a Catwoman. I mean, Holly was the last one. I'm trying. No, Anne Hathaway. Well, yeah, Anne Hathaway was technically. Um. Okay, I like that. That's hey, a solid. Pick. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know who I want to play Catman. Um, Catman or Catwoman? Catman. <laughs> Catman. Hey, 2017. That's straight. That's straight out of Timmy Turner. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Who who do we want to play Catwoman? Play Cat. You need someone that's sexy. Sexy. Someone that's got, you know, decent legs. Ooh. Maybe a nice little, yes. little tush. Oh, yes. Um, I'll just say this. I don't know if she's an actor or not, but I just have been, discovered her, and I might be in love. Haley Baldwin. Have you ever heard her? Haley Baldwin sounds familiar. Oh, Alex my gosh. She's a, she's a model. I don't know if she uh, acts, but God. Damn, she is beautiful. Beautiful. Oh my god! So she can play Catwoman. I don't really care. <laughs> but uh, DC probably doesn't either. Yeah, exactly. At the point, <laughs> they're, the rate standards. they're going, and then uh, the last two rumored ones are the Joker origin story, Lakeith Stanfield from Get Out, and uh, Netflix's Death Note wants to play the Joker. So there could be something there. Um, who would you want to play the Joker in this origin movie out of nowhere? <laughs> Give me Johnny Depp. Jared Leto. Jared Leto? Okay, that's fair. But if you're not going to have Jared Leto, I think Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp would be cool. Yeah. Honestly, I want to see him as the Riddler in an upcoming Batman movie, but who knows. And then we have the Joker, Harley Quinn spinoff. So a lot of uh, DC movie news there. Let's predict the outcome of DC Extended Universe. Um, we've already talked about the problems it could face, potential hits, potential spinoffs. What would you like to see, and how do you think it will hold up against Marvel? It's never, ever, 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 ever going to be on the same level as Marvel. Just, Mar- Marvel just because of the, the messiness that yes, it's already... Marvel hasn't missed. I mean, I can't name you a bad Marvel film. Yeah. I, I really can't. Like They've been all really, really good quality. Um, I think they have better cast. Um, I don't know. I, I, to me, this looks like such unorganized chaos that at some point they're going to have to pull the plug. Okay. They're gonna have to just be like, Listen. God, that would be so crazy. Like they if would that have happened. to just, you almost have to just restart, let Marvel finish their shit, and then in like five years, be like, all right, listen, we're gonna do this, and this time we're gonna fucking do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. This next one is big too. We, we're going in deep on the movies here. Uh, Lucasfilm is in the early stages of developing an Obi Wan Kenobi standalone movie with Oscar nominated director Stefan Daldry. Apparently, the and I didn't see this initially, but um, and I don't really recall the connection with this, but uh, apparently the working title is Joshua Tree and. Um, so remind me. I mean, is there a connection? Apparently, for 
for what now? The Batman, or the Batman, the Obi-Wan Kenobi standalone movie. Apparently, the working title is Joshua Tree. Um, I I cannot remember what that means. Can you? No. He's looking it up I'm, quickly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I... I and that could be a total wrong rumor. I, I just saw it when I was searching it on Twitter. I saw that. I don't remember any connection to Joshua Tree and Star Wars, but who knows? Either way, um, reports have also surfaced that Lucasfilm is considering a Jabba the Hutt spinoff. Uh, Star Wars Lucasfilm originally signed on to do three spinoffs. We got Rogue One, the Han Solo movie that's close to wrapping up production, and now Obi-Wan. Um, so could Jabba the Hutt spinoff rumors mean more spinoffs are coming? And that's a question for you. And then Star Wars Lucasfilms heads said they're willing to do a movie a year as long as there's an audience. So lots uh, to break down here. Also, Joshua Tree is supposed to relate somehow to Tatooine. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. That, I, I guess Joshua Tree is a national park. Yeah, I knew that. That's where they filmed some oh, stuff. That would be stupid if it had no connection. I was thinking, I can't remember, so but... Maybe that's just that's the working title, so I don't know. Yeah, it, I, that could be totally wrong. Um, I was trying to remember, is there a connection with like episode one when young Anakin left with the dad, Joshua Tree? I, can't, I cannot remember, but maybe there's a connection there. Um, but anyway, with the spinoff, so... Yeah, yeah. So basically, Jabba Hut is rumored. Yeah, there was no an originally, yeah, I know you're not a big fan of the Jabba the Hut idea, but originally they were signed out to do three. Right. My take is the fact that they're more even talking about it right. means more spinoffs are coming, which I'm cool with. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think at this point, there's so much money in each of these films, and Rogue One had such success. Now, I, it's going to depend a lot on the Han Solo. Oh yeah, because which I uh, it's I'm scared. Come down to is is the spinoff what was good about Rogue One, or is it the the origin stories that yeah. make it bad? Do people care about the origin stories, or do they want more what ties the Star Wars universe sure. together? Sure, sure. Um, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I think Han Solo, I think, is going to be really hit or miss. But I I'm think scared, if you do Obi Wan, if you do Obi Wan, I think you have a chance to really hit something. Jabba the Hutt doesn't advance it for me. I'm not interested in Jabba though. Yeah. Like he he doesn't this is, he doesn't do enough in the Star Wars universe for yeah. me to give a shit. This is my him. only defense for Jabba the Hutt and I talked about it in uh I wrote an article about what spin-offs I'd like to see. Right. Um my only defense for this is it could be a Star Wars gangster movie, which would be very interesting. You'd have to make it dark. You it have to be done right. But like you said, Jabba the Hutt really doesn't i mean he's he's an interesting character right. but i don't really need to know more about him no you know i think we know what we what we need and also han solo could be kind of gangstery yeah like i, think I mean we're be, not gonna get lightsabers right i think it would be more humor obviously than yeah. gangster but like he was technically kind of like a yeah i get you know it. what i mean yeah so i don't know i i just the job of the hut thing, I don't know. It, it really wouldn't be sure my lead. It wouldn't even probably make my top ten. So just briefly name one. The du- the Dooku. number Duku is Dooku you. Would be, I'd yeah, have to I go Maul. I just want to see cool. a dark a dark side. Yeah, I think a dark side one would be cool. And I, I think it'd be cool to tie in the prequels because everybody doesn't like the prequels. They're basically ignoring them. Exactly. I think so du- be cool I to think see Dooku has the most potential because. 
you would get he to was see at one point Oigon, a Jedi. You, you yeah. know, him with Yoda. And then how does he become a bad guy? And yeah. how does him and Sidious, you know? That'd be cool. So I, I think that one has a lot of potential to help really grow the universe. Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely like that. Um, what was I going to... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Ewan McGregor. Would you like to see him come back yes, as Obi-Wan? Was- I know a lot of Star Wars geeks, they want him to come back. Yeah. He is not confirmed. He is not uh, signed on to do this Obi-Wan spinoff. Um, he has said he'd like to do more. He has said that he would come back, but he is not confirmed with this project. I would definitely like to see him. I want to be up front with he it. He was one of the like big, bright bright spots out uh, of, of I would the say prequels. him and Natalie Portman as Padme. Yeah. I thought they were two bright spots for the, the, the prequels. prequels. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to see him come back. It would be interesting to see where they place this spinoff. Is it going to be like young? Yeah, like young. Are they going to do it um, in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope? You know, it'll be interesting to see. And that's not coming for a long time, so we have a lot of time to speculate. Um, and I'm sure we'll get little tidbits here and there. Send us in whatever you guys think. That yeah, you do. exactly that too. Uh, so I read a possible rumor. Possible mini spoiler for the Han Solo movie. Do you want me to say it or not? Sure. You know All right. What? How about we save it? Let's save it. Save it for next time? Yep. Okay. All right. Um, let's just briefly talk about the next two points on the list. Uh, Dolph Lundgren has been training, and it appears that it may be for Creed 2. He posted a video on Instagram with the hashtag Creed 2, and he tagged Sylvester Stallone. Does this intrigue you? This is... Ivan Drago, correct? Yes. I don't know. You will lose. Uh, <laughs> if he dies, he dies. he dies. I think it could be cool. It, it could be cool. I liked Creed. I liked the original Creed. I, I, no, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, and I thought, and Rocky Four is probably the best Rocky. If you don't, hell yes. If you don't ask old people, old people love Rocky. The original, Rocky. yeah. Um, so I don't know. I would almost like to see them move forward. You know, Michael, B, we're Michael talking about B. Jordan these, can carry his own. We're talking about movie. these uh, these spinoffs with Star Wars and everything. Um, and, but I think it would be cool to have a uh, connection with, you know, the original Creed and bringing it back to the original Rockies. Excuse me. But but we have that. His name's Rocky. Yeah. He uh, is the 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 force that combines the not universe but mm-hmm. the two worlds. Yep. So I don't know. It's to me, how old is even Drago, Ivan Drago going to be? Like, yeah, why be, is he fighting a really old dude? Right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I you don't know. know. Maybe he'll be a let's, trainer. Let's find our new villain. Ivan Drago. Se, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm with it. I'm or with Clubber it. Lang, I'm know, worth whatever. it. This one, this next one, kind of hits home for me. Uh, Martin Lawrence doesn't think Bad Boys Three will happen. This upsets me because I love some Bad Boys. We're both Bad Boys. We are. Um, Rumors were starting to pick up that this movie was catching some steam when it came out. It was I supposed it was to be titled. Like almost confirmed. Yeah. I, so back in, I believe, 2014, Martin Lawrence confirmed that pre-production had begun. But uh, now he's saying that Will Smith is off doing another movie, and he just doesn't think it's going to happen how he wanted it. Um, it was originally supposed to be called Bad Boys for Life, which got me even more hyped. Um it's unfortunate that this is – the way he said it, it didn't sound like it may never happen, but it doesn't sound like it's coming it's anytime soon, soon. Yeah. yeah, which kind of sucks. But um, So there's some um, movie TV news. Um, 
briefly, we have a political minute on the slate. I know you're a political guy. Do you want to yeah. talk anything about? So it's not um, really anything? political. It's more just, um, you know, everybody keep in mind, um, you know, this is something that me and you both yeah. are very closely affected with, and that's uh, the city of Houston and uh, Hurricane Harvey, um, you know, portray his 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 younger sister just moved down there uh, for her freshman year at the university First week of, of college and she's enduring her birthday was a hurricane uh, yeah the other day so um, my sister's lived in houston now for four or five years she's a teacher down there she was getting ready to start school um her whole school district's pretty much flooded um the house she lives in basically everybody around her is evacuated it's just basically her street um and a couple of other streets that they haven't evacuated because um it's raining there but not enough that it's flooding yet yeah and also like all the streets and stuff are closed off around them that they can't really get anywhere uh-huh. um but she knows a lot of people that um you know their houses have been flooded they've been evacuated it's too bad um so there's just a lot of bad stuff going on there so um say a prayer for houston say a prayer for houston if if you if you are able to you know give money to the red cross mm-hmm. um you know chip in whatever way you can um you know and just you know pray for your your fellow americans um and, and their safety um and hopefully we said it last week let's put uh political affiliations and aside and come of, together yes this is one of those things there's no there's no politics here yeah uh this is just humanity and we need to look out for each other and, uh, you know, what better way to start than saving some uh, fellow Americans? Exactly. All right. Uh, any any final thoughts before we get out of here? I, th- I think this was uh, this was pretty good. It was fun. All right. Hopefully I, Nicky Boy can get back soon. Hopefully Nicky Boy can uh, come back soon. He is studying for the LSAT. He's trying to become a lawyer dude. Uh, so we applaud him for doing his thing. He's busy. Uh, but he will be back. We uh, have not forgot about him. We haven't fired him. So uh, he's going to be back, and it'll be fun. Um, I'm Trey Lessio, the Dawn of Entertainment. We are bringing you music, movies, TV, and sports, and some politics. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, so it, it was fun. It's always fun. Thank you for listening. Please tell your friends. Please share. Please subscribe. And uh, we'll be back for more. Stay safe.